to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 297, The Church on Ruby Road. My name is John, and joining me every time I get the strange feeling we've already done this is my good friend Taylor. Taylor, what a coincidence. Hello, hello. I know. it's You'd almost call it a synchronicity. Mm, yes. Yes. Oh, boy. This is this is the us episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, man, I'm, I, look... Like I'll I'll just mention it now, man. There 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 are people who are are hellier adjacent who are going. Has has Russell T Davies watched this? I that would be very interesting. It really would be because yeah, we'll we'll get into it in a bit. But uh, yeah, how you doing, John? Happy New Year! Yes, Happy Merry New Christmas. Year! Merry Merry Christmas! Happy Holidays! It's been uh, what feels like it's almost been a month since we yeah. recorded. Yeah, it's been like three weeks and change. Oh wow, that's that is yeah, almost a month. Pretty crazy, pretty crazy. Um, how are you doing? I'm I'm good. I am a little tired because we actually all the whole family, believe it or not, yeah. made it up to midnight last night. Oh, and then uh, most of us all promptly went straight to bed. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, um, yeah, I. I knew I knew that one of my kids could make it to midnight all right. Wasn't sure about the other one, but he made it and I made it barely I was dozing off at 11:30. Um, <laughs> but yeah, doing good. I've had a, a, a good holiday, um, a oddly busy break. There hasn't been a whole ton of downtime, but that's okay. Everybody's yeah. healthy, everybody's happy. And everything else I'll mention in what's making us happy. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm also doing uh, doing very good. Yeah, we have a lot of catching up to do and what's making us happy. This yeah, is, and what, I, it's I know not that's Fortnite. Uh, no, it's not. But it's and I know it's not necessarily what everyone comes to the show for. So I'm sure we'll hit the high points. Hey, you know what? <laughs> this is a conversation between friends. This is, and it's also a catch up between friends. Maybe that's what makes our little Doctor Who podcast unique, is they come Fair here enough. for the banter and to see how our lives lives are doing. <laughs> uh, this will not be something uh, that I say during the podcasting panel at Gallifrey, because uh, I forgot to sign up for it. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Well, Whatever. Yeah. Yep. We'll still go and support, and I'm sure it'll be fun. Of course. And we'll have our little meetup still. Hopefully. Right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't see why we. I don't see why we wouldn't. Anyhow. No. I, other than the fact that it's what forty something days away and forty days away, forty something, forty days. something, forty something. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's cre- creeping up. I do love that. Like once once the new year hits, it's like all right, Galley, forty four days, twenty three hours, ten minutes, twenty five, twenty four, twenty three. All there right. You go. Um. There you go. Everyone set your clocks accordingly. Um, Clearly. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess let's get to what's making us uh, happy this uh, longer fortnight. Taylor, I will let you go first. (laughs) Fortnite and a half? Fortnite Um, and a half. Yeah. Well, let's see. I mean, Christmas was good. Had the whole family together. It's always, you know, wonderful. Um, 
I was, you know, I won't lie. <clears throat> I was, I was blown away by, um, I love it because my kids, you know, they'll, they'll find out what I'm getting and then tease me about it. <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait for you to open your presents. Oh man. I legally can't tell you anything more than that. And I'm like, ah, fine guys. Thanks. Thanks. Um, but I was, I was very stoked and very surprised. Um, I, I got a wetsuit, man. Yeah. I know it, it doesn't sound like the most exciting thing no. to most people, but, uh, 2024 is going to be the year that I get in the water and I get up on a board. And in order to do that, especially here in Northern California, um, I need a wetsuit. Yeah. Um, and I got it. I actually turned it on last night. Finally. And? Um, and and it fits it fits little little long on the legs um, ah. because uh, you should uh, fit to your largest dimension first and that is my gut so all right um, everything else is a smidge longer but not nearly as long as I I expected it to be I thought it would be like you know extra four inches in the arm kind of thing or something but uh, no actually it's it, it'll be just fine I I don't even think I'd need to get it altered necessarily um, but again very stoked totally blown away did not really expect it it's been one of those things that's been on my list for a while and it's kind of like oh i hope so i hope so but nothing really looked like it would hold it um and uh yeah no sure enough got that um got a uh, i got a couple of doctor who things and a little wireless uh charger that i'll probably set up at work and um i got the the tardis bluetooth speaker the tardis bluetooth speaker yep holding it right here in my is hands it i the bad wolf one no oh. it is not it is not it is not wolfy in any sort of way um i'm also not going to turn it on right now because it has sound effects ah. uh and they are very loud uh so i'm like okay can i turn those down um because that's that hurts my ears um that's so, fun yeah no, it's very cool. And then I'm sorry. Uh, what was the other thing to, you said you had a wire? Uh, just just a wireless charger for my phone. Oh, it's not Doctor Who related. No, it is Doctor oh. Who related. Oh, it literally just has the logo on it. Well, I love that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so yeah, probably set that up at at work so I can just pop my phone down while I work and uh, top off the charge. Um, but yeah, yeah, good, good Christmas, and then had one day down, and then Amber Perrin and I went down to Disneyland. Yeah, for uh, a few days, two and a half days, basically. Yeah, how'd that go? I was, I, um, I was it gonna, good. Yeah, I was gonna try and come down, but then I, I w just was like, I'm tired, and also Dude. they're probably a full days, and they don't need yes. me to add to a full day. So, well, I mean, it's not that we didn't want to see you, or right? You in like an hour that play out but yeah. um uh, yes full days like i'm not joking we we i think we left out of here that first morning at like 5 30 you know uh, uh down down to anaheim by lunchtime um and into the park you know just hitting stuff right off the bat but we we yeah. just told ourselves hey we're gonna do this at our pace you know we wanted to have the experience of like Let's have some food options we've never done before. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. And so it, it, the nice thing about going in, in wintertime is that the sun's down really early. So you get all the lights coming on and, and being able to ride some of these rides in the dark um, a lot earlier. You know, you don't have to stay there till like 9, 30, 10, 11 o'clock at night if you don't want to. Yeah. Um, 
and yeah, kind of kind of opted more for the the up early and get in early, um, and then kind of in that like I don't know twelve one or twelve or one to about four range where like everybody's there and it's just this massive sea of people going back to our hotel and <laughs> yeah. like chilling out, taking naps, and then going back. Oh, the old the, the old Disneyland nap midday nap. Oh yeah, it's the best. Oh yeah, it is so needed. Yeah. So needed. I think uh, across the three days, we probably walked just shy of 20 miles. Woo. Yeah. That feels right. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it was a fun time. Don't get me wrong. Um, I did uh, Matterhorn and Space Mountain for the first time. I'd never. Wait, wait, wait. For the yeah. first time? For the first time. This is only the third time I've ever been to Disneyland in my life. Really? Yeah, I didn't go for the first time until I was 25. Whoa. Yeah. I yeah. was unaware. Yeah. So, um how was how was I mean, you you went on the Matterhorn for the first time? How was that? Yes. How did you bumpy. Yeah. It was bumpy. Yeah, they don't they they've never figured it out. That's it is, that's that one is, of um, Disney's great mysteries trying to Yeah. make that right comfortable. It is it is it wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. It definitely was not one that uh, Amber was going to ride because she's like, I'd be done for the day. Yeah, no. Uh, after that. Um, that. But, but Perrin and I both rode it. And of course, I was at the very back of the car. <laughs> yeah. When I, I, I feel like that might be an extra bumpy spot too because it, it, it is, yeah, it's jarring. Um, uh, but, but it was fun and, and it fairly quick. Yes. Ride. It yeah. is not, um, it's not a long. No, no coaster um and then we managed to like we we were really kind of game in the whole like lightning lane yes uh dealy like that's really the way to do it yes and it is kind of plan that out um but we managed to nap space mountain and that's one of amber's favorite coasters um like i said i'd never been on it uh yeah, you know, karen obviously had never been on it i didn't and go on it the last time i was there amazing yeah moment. it's great that is something else yeah that is something else. I uh, obviously did uh, Big Thunder a few times. Love Big Thunder. That's my favorite. Uh, That's my personal. Yeah, favorite. Oh, Big Big Thunder is great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, had had a really good time. Um, yeah, love it. And then uh, got back and and had New Year's, and now here we are. Now here we are. Now here we are. Yes. And and I dropped a, a brand new episode of All Night Living Geeks this morning. Ah, uh, yes the the very. Uh, final that iteration yeah exactly so um check that out uh wherever you get your podcasts and um yeah a month from now we will be phenomena city limits yes and i will have a new oh wait did i i didn't put oh you sent me them right i gotta put up all your merch yes oh boy all right yeah some cool stuff okay we'll we'll do that within the next yeah. coming days okay I was gonna. I was, I was like, I'm gonna do that today, and then I was like, or I could just play video games all day. Mm, uh, I get it, which is what I did. I get it. Yeah, that's all yeah. right. That's all right. What if, what, what if you? What's well, making you happy? Well, well, well. So it's been what three <laughs> three weeks since we last yes, recorded. Yes, I think we last recorded on the 11th of December. On the if I'm not mistaken, yes, the 11th of December. And, and I alluded. You, you, you did. I alluded that uh, I was going to tell you something at the end of our recording so no one else could hear it that's right uh and uh, what i told you taylor 
was that coming Friday, December 15th, uh, Lauren and I were going to uh, elope. Ta-da! <laughs> Insert fanfare here. Yes. Um, yes. So we, stoked for you guys. Yes, thank you. So we, we, it, was, it was a lot of fun. We had a very fun day. Uh, we went to a place literally down the street and, uh, you know, did all the paperwork and did the mm-hmm. little ceremony and said our vows and we were on our way with our selfie stick to various <laughs> spots in LA. Unfortunately, just because we did not time it out right, I said we should go to um to the Marriott to uh, LAX, yeah. but it was just yeah. we had to pivot because we what we probably should have done is done everything at least 2 hours earlier. And maybe oh. we would have been okay, but it was it was a long day. It was fun. Sure. Um, we had a really great dinner at um, this place called Major Domo. I suggest everyone look it up. It's absolutely fantastic. And I, if anyone listening has ever seen The Bear, it felt very much like the episode, I believe it's called Forks. Um, okay. I think it's called for- yeah forks. It's uh, and it's uh, that's probably one of the best episodes of that series. But anyway, it's a fine dining. Ex- it feels like a fine dining experience where everyone literally knew that we had gotten married that day. Like ev- every <laughs> staff member. Wow. So that was ve- it. Was very cool. It was a it was a really nice time. It was just Lauren and I, and it was uh, it was it was great. I got a new ring, um, and I uh, I nailed my vows apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. I nailed it. So, you know. Well, that's all right then. Um, so, yeah, we're excited <laughs> about that, obviously. Um, nobody knew. Uh, and then we uh, announced it, I think, at 10 p.m. We posted all the pictures and everything. And, boy, I've my uh, Apple Watch was going insane for three days. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. Um, just... Burned through battery. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You didn't. Did you get anything in the mail from us? Yes, you did. I did. Yes. I was actually just looking at it. It's right here on my desk. There we are. So we did send out some stuff. Uh, there, there. Uh, I still, I have to, uh, ugh, I have to send out some more because we didn't get to them all. But anyway, so yeah, we did that three, we, we did that three weeks ago. Um, and then we, what did we do? Nothing, nothing. Um, and then we, that's not true. We got we got married. Then we honeymooned in sunny Rockland, California. We took the dogs and we went up to go visit my family for for mm-hmm. Christmas. Um, a lot of fun. Had a really good time. We did a lot of fun stuff. We did some cool stuff with the kids. Did some ice skating. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, went on a train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, we watched we watched some Bluey. Obviously. Never um, I my my sister and her family got me a shirt. Um, I will send you a picture of it, but it is the, it's the most me bluey merchandise that could have ever been oh, created. It's it's muffin. It's okay. a black and white t shirt. It's muffin yep. being like you know muffin like towards the air. Yep, and behind yep. muffin in uh. Death metal font. It says muffin, <laughs> and it's literally the. I laughed for a, a hard while with that. 
it that sounds amazing i cannot yeah. wait to see it i think that might be one of my uh galley shirts oh i think so just because that feels most accurate i think so um, yes yeah so we yeah we went visit my family uh brought the dogs with us that's always a chore and a half but they they did okay um and then we came back here and then uh i went to what else have i been doing uh i went to on you know what's funny like about just having two weeks off basically is i I, yeah i just forgot what day it was at some time at some point i'm like what is it today um what the heck else did we do i went to uh a uh, Deathmatch uh, Wrestling on Saturday. That was surely something. If you saw anything I posted on my Instagram, yep, yeah, it was it was something. Uh, <laughs> um, and then uh, we decided we weren't going to do anything for New Year's Eve. We didn't do anything. We watched. Uh, that's not true. We watched uh, Tradition. We watched uh, Rudolph's Shiny New Year. Okay. For anyone that's uh, over yeah. uh, seventy-five. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I for sure I, I know that one. Yeah, yeah. It's it's rain and sunshine. Yep, yep. And the new year, the baby, baby new year. Yeah, yep. Oh, we introduced we introduced uh, Perrin to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure last night. Oh boy, how'd that go? Good. Yeah. Good. I forgot how just freaking awesome that soundtrack is. <laughs> we, uh, I mean, also just another tradition that we do every Christmas. We watch the Albert Finney Scrooge, which for oh. For my money is mm-hmm. that's the best one. That's like, a good one. Straight up. Also, I don't know if you knew because I didn't know until we paused it briefly. Um, Obi Wan Kenobi is in that movie. Wait, really? Yes, he plays Jacob Marley. Oh no, kidding! <laughs> he yes. Wow, it's so wild because we paused it and we were like, you know how it pops up and it gives you all. Yeah, this. and I was like, wait, what? That's crazy. I did not even realize that. Yeah. Very, very crazy. Anywho. uh, Yeah, so we didn't do anything for that. And, you know, somewhere in between there, we watched um, The Church on Ruby Road. Yes. Which we will will get to. But we have some Who News to attend. We do. And and a little bit of it is Gallifrey One related. So if you're going, get excited. Because Sir Derek Jacoby himself is going to be the headlining guest at... Gallifrey one um this is this is cool i yeah. mean like even just like outside of doctor who stuff like i remember seeing him in i claudius in like masterpiece theater on pbs when i was like a kid and my my folks were watching it oh um he has been in so many things on so many shows um and and now you know, we have him as an actor on Doctor Who, and he's going to be at Gallifrey One. Yeah. I want to hear him talk because he has had a long storied. Oh my god! You know, yeah. acting crew, the stuff, the stories that he must have are amazing. Yeah. Um, and and at the bottom of the page, of course, it says more news soon. Yep, more news soon. Dot dot dot. Yep, and they'll probably announce it tomorrow. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> So, uh, uh, article over at Collider, remember, of course, links to all these stories in the show notes if you haven't already seen them on your own. Um, he wants to face off against, quote-unquote, this deep-cut Doctor Who villain, which 
I mean, I guess if you're kind of just a casual Doctor Who viewer, it might feel like a deep cut. Or if you've watched it for most of your life, like I have, it's like, oh, well, of course. Also, this would be great. <laughs> I love that it's like, Shooty Gatwa wants to face off against it, this deep cut Doctor Who villain. And it's not who you think. Well, who else? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, oh, it's yeah. not who I think. Who would it be if it's a deep cut? Exactly. So long story short, he would love to go up against the Ronnie. All right. Uh, he says, I'd like to meet the Ronnie. And then I would also like at some point to face the Daleks. I'm sorry, but I feel like I want a shot of beating up the Daleks. So I want that as well. That's totally fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Now, I, of course, I, I and I credit this to the folks over at uh, Gallifrey and the Gallifrey Public Radio, uh, whose episode on um, Church of Ruby Road I was listening to this morning. Um, but they were talking about, oh, how somebody was like, oh, flood, you know, uh, it's it's uh, uh, caused by too much rain. Rearrange the letters. You get Ronnie. That's the Ronnie. And I was like, I don't know who came up with that, but that's a stretch. Yeah. Um, but I like it. I'd, I'd love to be proven wrong about that. Um, but yeah, why not? Let's let's bring the Ronnie back. Finally, you know, let's let's have let's have Susan show up. Sure, why not? Let's go. Yeah, let's like, do just, it. Let's let's just do it all. Just, we're in a new era. Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's anyway. do it. Anyway, um, uh, you ever wonder what's on Shooty's uh, jukebox? Yeah, I love that we have a jukebox in the TARDIS now. I know. I know. I'm very excited about this. Um, now, this headline says Doctor Who's new TARDIS jukebox contains hints about upcoming plot points. That in itself, I'm going to say, is not an entirely accurate <clears throat> thing. Um, because some of the songs, reading from the article now, sorry. Some of the songs uh, listed on the jukebox include John Smith and the Common Men's Twist at the End. Now, the fact that the article doesn't point out that John Smith and the Common Men is a Doctor Who in-joke. Yes. Um, kind of says to me that like maybe these guys are doing their homework, but here's what really sells it for you. Uh, Soft Cells Tainted Love, Britney Spears Toxic, Rogue Traders Voodoo Child, all three of which aren't hints about anything upcoming. They were used in Russell's first run. <laughs> um, and it's like, okay. Okay, but then we have tracks by Rick Astley, Spice Girls, which obviously we had Spice Up Your Life and yeah. Cable, and David Bowie, which is great. Now, the only other one that gets listed here is there's also Pat Hodges' I Called Out Your Name in a Dream. This apparently was heard in the 1996 TV movie. Oh, boy. Um, so really, there's nothing. Any specifically named song is either a in-show in-joke has already been used. Yeah. Um, everything else is just artists and not anything specific. So not really sure where they're going with this. But apparently Phil Sims added ads about the choice of songs. I think they've all been chosen very carefully. There are some that are delivery, deliberately there for the plot. My apologies. I can't talk today. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know that there's actually much we can make out of this article because we don't really have any tracks specifically named that haven't already been used. So yeah. yeah. Well, they can't all be winners. 
what was a winner for me was checking out that series uh, trailer yes. at the end of or after the uh, the end of Church of Ruby Road, um, and of course, Cult Block. Cult, oh my god, <laughs> man! You'd you'd think we were recording at eleven thirty on like New Year's Eve. I'm like <laughs> tripping over my tongue here and falling asleep or something. Um, Cult Box has a trailer breakdown. Yes. Um, so episode one, they say, will feature a guest cast of nine babies. We've talked about that before. Yes. Uh, directed by Julianne Robinson, written by Russell T. Davies. The Doctor and Ruby Sunday investigate babies of ter- extraterrestrial origin. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Maybe, may- maybe ones whose parents are otherwise untraceable. Yes. On Earth. I don't know. Um, so we've got a handful of shots. <laughs> John, do you have this article up? I do. Right now. Just just look at the first three photos. Yeah. And we go from uh, Ruby Sunday looking kind of like. Yes. In- interested and hopeful. The doctor looks like he's about to snap his fingers. And then Ruby's like, got the. Uh oh. What the hell was that? <laughs> yeah. Judgy face. Oh, that's just hilarious and oh and then the fourth one gets even better yes wow i don't even know where we're getting these pictures from other than the trailer um yeah lots of close-ups and then one hell of a alien look at that yeah that almost looks kind of sort of demogorgonish yeah a little bit just a little bit just a um and then they freak out and there's lots of running and uh yeah ruby's hair really kind of like spreads out as she turns to run uh, episode two is titled the devil's cord which i man i i can't wait until we kind of like dive into this episode because a lot of the magical and mystical i think is coming up yeah in this season um and and you know there is there is something called the devil's cord where it actually is oh i forget i have to look it up but um i have heard about this thing it was directed by ben chessel written again by russell t davies he's pulling a chips here um, yeah. The episode guest stars Jinx Monsoon as a villain and briefly features the Beatles in a recording studio session in 1963. And for what it's worth, going back to when we talked about the giggle, I did look at Jinx Monsoon's nails and they are not red. Yeah. So if anyone was thinking about that connection. Yeah. Trickier and trickier. Indeed. But I cannot wait to see this because if... Um, Shooty and Millie's singing is anything in this episode. I can't wait to see any potential they might have uh, to do it in episode two. And of course, most of the pictures are ones we've seen uh, from when they were shooting it. Yeah. And just their amazing outfits. Um, and then we get some res- uh, some uh, recording studio shots of the Beatles, some extra shots of Jinx. Now, Episode three. We don't know a lot about episode three. It's directed by Julian Robinson, rumored to feature the doctor immobilized with his foot on a landmine trap set to explode if he raises his foot. The only possible location for filming this was on a cliff overlooking the ocean in Wales. Um, so maybe a sort of Doctor Light episode. We'll see. We'll see. Handful of shots from that one, but if the last one is anything to go by, I think it all turns out okay in the end. <laughs> Plus, it's Doctor Who. Yes. Um, 
how long we got episode four episode four. Oh yes the regency one episode six uh seven eight yes okay well let's see i do not want to take all night with this yeah. so i will tease you with those if you want to see more go check out the link in the show notes because we do have one last bit of news this week um and sad news uh coming on christmas day richard franklin uh who played captain mike yates um excuse me has passed away at the age of 87 yeah very sad very indeed yeah no kidding uh much beloved actor much beloved character oddly enough did not realize he was also in your favorite unseen star <laughs> wars film rogue one yep still haven't seen it uh still haven't seen it it's, i still think it's pretty darn good but that's just me um glad to hear it actually yep well, shout out right <laughs> yep <laughs> um yeah, I'm going to have to go look and see who we played in Rogue One. Um, but anyway, very sad, you know, when any of our um, classic era unit family. Yeah, any of our unit soldiers. On. Pass on. Yeah. yeah, so we salute you, yes. Captain Yates. All right. So this week or last week or whenever Christmas was, we, uh, we, go. we watched The Church on Ruby Road starring Shudy Godwa as the Doctor Millie Gibson as Ruby Sunday, Michelle Greenidge as Carla Sunday, and Anita Dobson as Mrs. Flood. It was written by Russell T. Davies and directed by Mark uh, Tonderai. Mm-hmm. Uh, it first aired December 25th, 2023, and it is the 2023 Christmas special. And we have a, uh, a slew of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at the TARDIS Data Corps. Yes, indeed. The Church on Ruby Road is the first time in the modern series that a doctor's first Christmas special does not include the word Christmas in the title following The Christmas Invasion, A Christmas Carol, and Last Christmas. Interesting. Yeah. Um, At 16 Days, The Church on Ruby Road marks the third shortest gap between a regeneration story and its follow-up. That's behind the power of the Daleks at seven days and the twin dilemma at six. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because, um, what caves of Androzani was the, the penultimate story of Uh, that season. So the, the next one, yeah, would have just been the next. So it's the the third short. It's the first shortest of the modern era. Uh, yes. All right. Yes, that's true. So uh, uh, Janice Goblin was originally Janice, J-A-N-I-C-E, as Russell actually named her after Janice from the Muppets. Oh. Uh, Yeah, which I thought was cool. Uh, But the BBC wrote it as Janice, as in Janice Joplin, J-A-N-I-S. And Russell just decided to run with it. He's like, (laughs) no, I see it. I get it. It's, yeah. Uh, Because the, the the other goblins in the band all have other musically inspired name. Like I think one of them is Gob Dylan. <laughs> I, I turn a state of actually list. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're, they're, they're goofy. They're goofy, but I mean, it's all goofy. So why not just, just lean into it? Yeah. Um, so speaking of our goblin band, uh, while other original songs have been released with actors in character as the doctor, this episode marks the first time 
both an incarnation of the Doctor and a companion have performed a musical number on screen. And it sounds like it's not going to be the last. <laughs> and I'm very okay with that yeah. because it's great. Um, so Davies felt inspired by the door opened by the inclusion of the toy maker in the preceding episode, the giggle, right? Um, as he deemed the toy maker to be a fantasy character. So he decided to include goblins, a traditional element of fantasy stories. Now, he also sent the script to former showrunner Stephen Moffat, who had a surprised uh, realization about the unused potential of the species within Doctor Who. Huh. Um, yeah. And I, and I think, you know, like we've kind of mentioned before, I think uh, Russell is going, you know what? We can, we can work more fantasy and magic into a science fiction show, and here's how we're going to do it. Yeah. Um, and I, again, I'm okay with it. Yeah, let's let's go. Let's do it. Um, so although unremarked upon in the episode, the television series that Davina McCall hosts because she's playing herself uh, is uh, called Long Lost Family, uh, a television series that she hosts in okay. you know, real life. Yeah. Um, so there you go. All right. So, Taylor, you have a world famous synopsis for us. So take it away. I will simply um, preface this by saying that I wrote this at about seven in the morning after staying up to midnight last night. Wonderful. Yeah. So the doctor is spending Christmas in London, just living it up in the club. But something's not quite right as a series of synchronicities. They just like to call them coincidences and bad luck are weaving Ruby Sunday, some time surfing goblins and a baby named Lulabelle into a fantastical situation. That's a whole new science for the doctor to study. But even then, there are greater things at work that we're sure will play out across the new season. So grab your cup of tea, finally, prepare for a flood of speculation, and let's visit the church on Ruby Road. Oh, boy, Taylor. All right. So let's <laughs> uh, overall overall feelings on on this on this episode. Um, I loved it. Yeah. Um, I you know, it's 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 always. I mean, there's always an element of maybe not world building, but character building with a doctor's first uh, uh, full story. Um, And plus you get it as a Christmas story. So there's always got to be some extra fantastical element Yes, uh, in that. I I think all of it was handled really, really well. Um, I I enjoyed every bit of it. Um, I love the energy that she brings to the role. Yes. Um, I, I, I love Millie's casting. Um, I'm really enjoying her as a character and, and her, her family. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, we'll get more into detail about it, but just the goblins and the rope and the connections that I can make to kind of just these weird esoteric and at times occulty topics that I didn't really think I'd be able to talk about much in modern Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really kind of excited by it. I really want to see where we go with this. Um, but I'm, I'm on board. I love having this, maybe not entirely happy-go-lucky, but that's the term that comes to mind where he is just like, I'm in the club and I'm feeling the beat and I am just, yeah, you know, dancing away. And he's just kind of, you know, carefree if only for a time. 
um, before, obviously. Oh, hey, there's something going on. Let's get involved in it. Yeah. So, yeah. What did you think, John? I I loved it. I thought this was uh, one of the stronger intros to a doctor, or at least maybe Christmas episodes. I I love Shooty. I think he's great. I feel like... Yeah. Um, I don't know if we had a, you know how like I feel like we did this with Jody, and maybe we just have to stop doing it. But when we were like, oh, that's her defining doctor moment. Oh, uh huh, uh huh. I don't know if if Shooty had one in this episode, like a very defining like, <sighs> and that's not bad. I'm just saying. I'm very excited to see what his defining doctor moment is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know that I could pick one particular thing out of this episode and been like, that's it. I, I feel like there was one that I, I, I really liked. It was very, it was very doctor esque, but I don't think it was like his, his defining it was the, it <laughs> uh, <laughs> was when he, gets the glass in the club and she's like oh i just have bad luck and he's like no it's worse than that <laughs> merry yes. christmas and walks yeah. away i yes. thought i mean that's very i was like yeah that that's the doctor for sure well, and 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 also after the um snowman head falls and like the cop runs up oh yes and he and he, and he goes uh name the doctor occupation not doctor and and just runs through this like he's like i know what you're gonna ask yes so let me just answer it all right now and yes. walks off and then goes oh by the way she's gonna say yes merry christmas yeah oh and I'm just no, you like, know what actually that yes. was also that was another like moment that absolute that whole scene was great but yes the that moment where he he tells him he knows he has a ring in his pocket She's gonna say mm-hmm. yes, and here's the reasons why. Uh, that was that was great. I loved that too. And and let's just recognize that that the doctor has presumably a setting on his very cool sonic screwdriver. Yes. To go, oh, this guy's got a two carat diamond <laughs> in his pocket. This guy's got jewelry. Yeah. <laughs> it's got fashion. Yes. Um, um, you know, I yeah. love it. I love I, it. I mean, I loved uh, Ruby and her entire family. I mm-hmm. sincerely hope, and it, it kind of sounds like in episode four, we are going to at least get more of Ruby and her family and the mysterious neighbor. Yes, and I, and I, and I think the season finale also is kind of set in that present day. I assume so. I assume we're going well. to get a lot of backstory at least for Ruby and who, who she really is. Yeah. Or where she's really from. Um, I loved, I loved, uh, I thought the goblin, all the goblin stuff was great. I thought they looked mm-hmm. great. I thought the ship looked great. I thought the goblin king oh, the looked great. Amazing. I've mm-hmm. been singing, uh, the goblin song to <laughs> my dogs since I heard it because I, I don't know if I told you, I did not listen to the full thing until in episode. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let it ride, and I'll l- l- listen to it when it's in the episode. And I right loved on. it. I thought it was fun. I thought that whole scene was fun. I thought him improving and then throwing the improv to her was mm-hmm. great because I also liked that her verse was as like as bad as you thought it would be, if that makes <laughs> sense, for someone that's in this new magical world that is just like... 
uh, I guess I'm doing this now. <laughs> like, just improving yeah. this. I thought that was yeah. a lot of fun. Just the whole... Yeah, I'm just very excited for this era of Doctor Who. I think Shooty's great. Everyone's great. Just great, great, great. Um, and yeah, I guess we should just talk about the episode now. <laughs> we should, but I, I think I think we should start with a quick public service announcement. If, ladies and gentlemen, you are ever in a position where you have to um, uh, give up a child uh, who is a newborn and swaddled, please don't ever set them directly on the snow because that's going to suck the heat out of the body really yeah uh not even a basket yep come on you possible time lord mother i okay yeah geez let's talk about this for a second because (laughs) i don't um, know i okay look i two things jump out at me right off the bat is that the the person who is holding baby ruby almost I mean, it's tough to say for sure, but looks like they almost had something kind of covering their face, not the hood, but like literally like covering their face. So you couldn't make out any details, but what you could make out was a pair of boots. Yeah. Um, and I, I've heard someone say, Oh, this kind of like Jody Jody's boots. boots. I think, yeah. I kind of think they look more, uh, like Ruby's own boots. So Ruby is her own mother. Got it. Moving on. No, just kidding. Yeah. Well, but I do wonder if, and I, I, I shan't use the I word because um, my challenge to Doctor Who is to not use that word mm. for an entire season. Um, but, you know, maybe Ruby is some sort of closed time-like curve where she is her own paradox. Um don't ask me how that happens. Don't ask me how that would work because it's paradox. It's not supposed to work. Right. But it's Doctor Who, so they'll make it work. But what if, like, we ultimately get to a point in the season where Ruby realizes that she has to be the one to deliver herself to the church? Hmm. And that also explains why the doctor doesn't go chasing after her when he goes back. Because I'm sorry. That's the very first thing I would do after making sure that history is set right again is chase that person down and go, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, all of that is speculation. Like it could totally be something else. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of things I was watching when I was watching the episode. I guess we'll just get into. Let's into, do it. Um, when I was watching the episode, I was trying to like figure out who mrs flood could be just Mm -hmm. based off of things that uh she was saying and i feel like um at first she doesn't claim like when she when we first see her she doesn't know what a tardis is right and then she also recognizes a police box because well london had them yes but she also says she hasn't seen one in 50 years so Mm -hmm. i went okay 50 years ago that was 19 1973 it was 1973 Mm -hmm. 1973 doctor who yeah you go to season 11 and you go okay well what happened in season 11 did we have anything i don't think the ronnie was around yet nope nope so it's like six doctor you you had this was uh, this is the um this was pertwee's final season Mm -hmm. uh and it's like okay there's no clues there um and then she let's see i wrote a bunch of notes so hasn't seen a seen one in 50 years that 
seemed like a dead end. And then we, um, she's holding a flask. I don't know if that's any any detail of any sort. Um, there's a blue bow over her Christmas over the Christmas wreath on her door. I haven't had yes. time to look that up to see if it's anything. Now there, there actually was something said um, way back when promotional pictures for her character uh, came out, and it was something about the door behind her. Oh, okay. Now, granted, it is. I think it's just a blue door, so it may simply be hinting at the fact that she is well, familiar. Yeah, but also all the other doors are blue. Well, okay. I guess that's that's <laughs> not you know. Um, all that helpful um i will say this though did you notice that her whole like demeanor changed after the goblins like went back and snapped up ruby and and, like you know broke the timeline yeah so i i know like i also thought well what if if mrs flood is actually ruby I had that thought too. So, I mean, there's a lot going on. I like a good mystery. I just, I hope it's something more than yada yada. It's in Time Lord, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I've, nope. I, I look. I, I totally get it. Uh, and I've said it many times. I love Doctor Who when it keeps me guessing. Yes, it's keeping me guessing right now. So yeah. I'm loving it. But yeah, the demeanor changes and like waving to the Doctor. Like mm-hmm. doesn't really seem to care that he is going into this phone box it is literally disappearing in front of her like there's no shock she's just like yep he's going about his day so she's like oh it's happening i'm so excited to be sitting here watching it yes where's my popcorn so there therein lies our first our first big mystery i feel um i um i'm very thankful they didn't change the open at all yeah no still love the opening yeah absolutely love it so much um yeah just this whole the whole intro scene of uh ruby having bad luck because of literal goblins uh is great and it all just so just shows us like the doctor uh in many outfit changes having a good time Mm -hmm. overall yes um i would love i would love to see that um uh, what do we call them? We don't call them that. Let's call them McLean's. I think we started calling them McLean's. The white undershirt. It's, oh, it's, oh, it's, right. Yes. The, it, him yes. wearing the McLean with the with the kilt and the leather jacket. I'd love right. to see that look come back. It's very Roddy Piper ish. Uh, it is kind of. That's yeah, why I, I liked about it. That, but, yeah. <laughs> um, Did you? I feel like obviously I feel like when he is out uh, dancing that you know he kind of has the like glistening sweat look yes um because you know it's an aerobic exercise um and then when he seemingly is there so quickly to grab ruby's drink as it falls he doesn't look all glistening and sweaty he's definitely not out of breath Mm. could john could we be seeing a future shooty showing up just in time Realizing, obviously, that he has to dress this way to fit into, hmm. you know, that point in time. Maybe. And I don't remember. I don't remember if Ruby looks back to the dance floor. No, that doesn't happen. Or not. That doesn't. Okay. She, she, um, he hands her the drink. Yep. And then she Flashes goes to put it paper. down. And then the table's gone. And then that's when the scene cuts. We don't go back to the dance floor. 
Okay. Mm. I know, but like, does she glance over? Because she's like, but you were just. How did you get here so fast? She no, I don't. Says. I don't think. I don't think we. Mm. Uh, there's no cut back over or glancing back over to the dance floor. Okay. Yeah, at least yeah, from so when I, I, I just know. watched it. I don't know. Um, just a speculation. I, like I said, absolutely love. Okay, so not only do I love uh, Ruby's family, I mm-hmm. love their apartment. Whoever did the set design for that apartment, uh, thumbs up. It looks very lived in. It, it looks, does. Yeah, it looks like a home. Like if it was a very warm looking home that mm-hmm. looked very, very, very lived in. And I was like, this is great. I love it. I love that long hallway. Mm-hmm. That goes, uh, you know, down to the the end, and then you have the bedrooms on the on the other side in the kitchen. Yeah, I just, yeah, just really, really liked that. Um, overall, I thought that was great. Um, it, you know, and I have to say, just speaking both to um, set design and to um, uh, the 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 work of. Uh, the ladies who played uh, Ruby's mom and grandmother, when you know, when the timeline fractures, when the the uh, uh, goblins swoop back and snatch up Ruby yeah. and change the present, it, it, the, the 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 change is so subtle at first. Yeah, and but it 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 is it's suddenly like the the whole apartment is more muted. Yes. In like its color tone. Yeah. And obviously, you know, uh, Michelle Greenidge, you know, it's, it's the, 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 like her whole body language, both of their body just, language. Oh, completely. Yeah. But it's just, it's heavier. The shoulders are drooped. It's just, everything is down and it's just the way that they played it and, and, and presented all that was just so well done. It was very impressive. Yeah. Loved it. Loved, loved, loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so I, all the goblin stuff, let's just, let's just get to the goblins again. All the mm-hmm. goblin stuff mm-hmm. was very good. I love the practical. I don't know if you've seen any of the behind the scenes stuff, but I love all the, just the practical. One of them is apparently it was a Teletubby or is a Teletubby. Oh yeah. I saw that. <laughs> um, just very fun. I just really like how all the goblins look. The goblin ship, uh, basically, if you were to look up like what a goblin ship would look like, it that would be the dictionary picture of it. I think it looks great. It looks fantastic. It literally looks like a bunch of goblins put it together. Uh, <laughs> I really, really like that. Um, I love the reveal of the goblin king. Yes. Um, the only question I have is how... Is a single baby? Dis- how is the food distributed through <laughs> the rest of the, um, you know, the rest of the Goblin Kingdom? There, there, there may be some questions better left unanswered. Yeah, because it's like this: the Goblin King is huge, baby small, yep. other yes. goblins. Well, yeah, and I mean. Ooh, I'm, 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 I'm literally, I'm pulling on the reins of like getting into like, I don't know, get, get it, getting into the Hellier department right? of goblins and the idea of like some of the more like out there, like adrenochrome kind of things where yeah. 
it just gets really weird really fast um yeah i don't know quite honestly i would imagine that the goblin king being you know the the portly gentleman that he is um will say uh needs more than just one baby right <laughs> um, let alone the the goblin hordes uh on the ship um who easily appear to number in the hundreds unless they all just happen to be in the same part of the ship at the same time and maybe then it's just you know 30 right um you know and and then does the band get more because you know they're they're the entertainment yeah do they i don't know uh i don't know good question good question um but yeah you would think that we would be snatching up a lot of babies but in that same vein they what coincidences make they them prep their meal <laughs> they prepped yeah there you go yeah they like do that. a lot of meal like they do a lot of meal prep they do um yeah just a whole lot of it um yeah. i also love that i do like the the scene where uh the doctor is explaining to ruby you know like they weave you into yes into the it, it's not an alternate timeline they're just they go back a little bit and just kind of weave coincidences. Yeah, it's and it's and it's funny, but it's it is um, like the very opening lines in in Hellier, Car, Carl Pfeiffer talking about what a synchronicity is. It's a meaningful coincidence. Yeah, right. It yeah. it may it's something that makes you pay attention. Yeah, right. Um, and so when the doctor is talking about you know you can have just a normal day and it's nothing. You don't think about it. You don't remember it. You just have a day. Yeah. But when you have these coincidences, especially meaningful ones, yeah. whether it's good luck, bad luck, whatever, you know, in this case, bad luck, <clears throat> you know, it weaves you into it because you're paying attention to it. It's calling out to you. And so you remember more of that day. It, 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 there is a, um, energy transfer for lack of a better term yeah. if you want to call it that um and and that is kind of what the goblins feed off in a sense um or 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 it 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 makes whoever they snatch up gobble up as it were um uh, uh, uh tastier yes yeah, it's, uh, it's very a very inter, and I also love while while he is explaining it, she goes, "How do you know all this?" And he's like, "I don't." <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just yeah. figuring it out as I go along, um, and 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 I love that because that is that is well, I mean that that's that's the journey a lot of us have when we are finding our way through stuff like this, and it's it is finally you know the doctor is well ageless at this point really yeah you know and it's like oh it's the language of luck you know i'm 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 learning something new yeah and i love that yeah and he obviously fast learner yes <laughs> and then it's figures sharp, sharp out with a guy. yeah figures out all the uh the rope system loved it tried to use the sonic and he's like oh wrong world needs, needs he's screws. like i need, need screws i need to learn yeah how to speak rope I also, I did, you know, like we find, we finally, well, not finally, we get to see the new Sonic in action. Yes. Um, I like it. I, mm -hmm. I think it's, you know, it's, I think it's a little jarring that it is not 
the shape that it usually is, but who cares? It does the same thing. It looks cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would. I just. I think I would really like to see the um, the screen we saw in in uh, in the first special. Mm-hmm. I think I just really would like to see that again. I would like to see that as well. What about the gloves? What do you think about the gloves? He uh, okay, so the gloves. I loved the gloves. I um, I thought they were very cool, and I thought it was just it was just a very nice little uh, bonding scene between Ruby mm-hmm. and the Doctor. Uh, and I love when he uh, he explains what they do, and then he activates it and he like kind of does like a look ma no hands kind of thing yes well i mean one hand but i was like this is great i love it it's just very fun uh very fast friends Mm -hmm. um i guess we're calling are we calling her a friend now and not a companion sure (laughs) i'm fine with that um yeah um yeah. Oh, and Mavity is apparently just going to be a thing going forward, which I'm yeah. also fine. I'm fine with that. You know, I, I again, I, I heard it said on GPR today, like, it'd be really funny if we got to the end of the season and he was like, you know what? Wait a second. I got to go do something. And he goes back to Sir Isaac Newton and convinces him that Mavity's a terrible name. It should be great. That, that, okay. It should be gravity. It switches it back. If that's the cold open of an episode. That'd be funny. I think that would be very funny. Wouldn't that be great? Uh, I would love that. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, just um, oh, I just just love this episode. It's just very mm-hmm. good. Like, and I have a friend who I think I was telling you I um I was like, hey, you should watch Doctor Who. I gave him like a couple of older episodes, and by older, I mean you know modern episodes. Mm. I said, gotcha. just watch these. And then if you if you like those, the specials are coming out. So he watched everything I gave him, which I don't remember what it was, honestly. But he watched it all. He watched all the specials. I saw him at uh, the Deathmatch Wrestling <laughs> on Saturday. Uh-huh. I said, did uh-huh. you watch Shooty's first episode? And he said, yes. I love it. I'm in. So uh, very excited for him. He was like... Excellent. It was... Yes. Excellent. He was, he was very much like... I thought it was over, and then the cracks happened in the apartment, mm. and then mm-hmm. I was like, where are we going with this? And then he was like, oh, wow. So, he, yeah, he's in. Um, I'm very excited for, apparently, May. At least that's yeah. what the article says, is May, which is... It's springtime. Yes. Um, oh, we need to talk about Ruby's uh, entering the TARDIS scene. Mm. I, think, I think it was very well done. I think it was too, and I, I I love I love the fact that she's kind of up in the apartment, kind of like putting it all together, right? Yeah, figuring it. Why was he talking about? But, but, but then he's, she's kind of going, "Oh, oh, yeah, he's a time traveler." When oh, was Harry Houdini? Wait. Yeah, <laughs> she was pretty um, much right. Twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Fair. plus or minus. She 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 was in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and then yes, just starting to go in there and then comes back out. And then we get like this, this perfectly centered, you know, drone shot where it's not, you know, you're not like over their shoulder and they're going around the TARDIS. Like you, you're, you can see the entire exterior of the TARDIS, you know, it, it just really hammers home. This is its footprint 
in our universe and yeah. it was so much bigger on the inside and she walks around it and then she goes in and you know you have the dramatic pan up yes <laughs> who are you i'm the doctor i do i doesn't do. make it sound like batman but you know <laughs> i do love that um i mean it's not exactly the same color scheme but i do love that shooty shirt in that scene kind of mm-hmm. sort of has the same color scheme of seven's vest I can kind of see that. Kind of, sort of. I can kind of, sort of see that. I like it. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um, and then we get our never seen a TARDIS before. Yeah, our fourth wall breaking. Yes. Um, but not, not before. I, I have we. I feel like it's been a while since we have seen the Doctor vanquish a foe so thoroughly. And in such oh, a bonkers oh, way, too. I'm sorry, I need to go back to the goblins here just for a minute. Yeah. As he literally uses the last of the juice. On the I, gloves, I, yeah. I love that the gloves, they're not, <clears throat> what, quite as magical and and MacGuffin-y as the Sonic, where it's like, it can do anything, or almost anything, I guess, not ropes now. Well, yeah, he um, literally just invented them, and there's a charge on them, which I think is great. Yes, yeah, so you, you get this one quick line, oh, down to 3%, you know? So he gets just this last little bit of juice, jumps off the church, pulls the ship down just so, and the spire of the church impales both the ship and the Goblin King. Yes. And it all just kind of... Disappears. Flitters away. They, they flee is what it says in the description. Oh, <laughs> does it? Nice. Yeah, so they have fled that time that part of the timeline um yeah i I mean obviously doctor just trying to get the ship down not trying to impale anyone right um not the intention i believe but yeah Yeah. that was that was amazing i was like oh they just did that (laughs) they did yeah love it love 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 it yeah um yeah so uh i mean before we start hitting any any buttons any uh any last words Man, I am. It's going to be hard to go a few months before we get this TARDIS team again. Yeah, but I mean, it'll be May before we know it. God, I hope not. It's only just the first of January. <laughs> like, sure, I really. Sure, fair. I felt like parts of 2023 went pretty damn fast. I'm yeah. not ready for like the first half of 2024 to go that fast. All right, fair, fair enough, fair enough. But I am just excited. Yeah, I am. I love these people already. Yes, I am thoroughly excited for whatever whatever may come here. Yeah, Uh, the trailer looks great for the season. The show in general looks amazing. I'm I'm excited for for Shooty. Yeah, um, and I am excited for Millie. I just think this is gonna be it's gonna be a really great season. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely. I'm disappointed that it's not more episodes, but it, it looks like the quality of episodes we're getting. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be disappointed for long. So if we, if, if it's like may, if we, if we're doing a Saturdays in may, if we say it's like mid may, hopefully yeah. it'll be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, be like mid July, I think mid to early July. And then mm-hmm. we'll have to wait. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not great, but uh, better than it was. Better than it was. That is very, very true. And obviously, we would recommend this to pretty much everyone. 
most definitely i would almost part for sure i yeah i would almost go so far as to say that this is this is a good spot if you've got people in your life who are like mm, i think i might want to check out doctor who you could give this as a jumping on point i think absolutely absolutely all right let's uh let's get to hitting some buttons here all right i've got all the machinery i need stand back it's I mean, really, the only thing is the impaling of our of our Goblin King. I feel. Yeah, I was really thinking about that when I did a rewatch, and maybe the snowman, the the at least up from the goblins, like, oh, how are we going to stop her? Let's let's drop a giant snowman on her. I mean. That might be a little bit of a reach. A little bit, but I definitely the impaling of the Goblin King. Um, like if you wanted to use the snowman head, I would almost say that, you know, Shooty's kind of like popping his way out of yes. you know, the, the snowman head and then then accosting a, a passerby who yes. he thinks has a baby. Oh, that was in, great in, too. in the stroller. <laughs> you know? I mean, I could see Duggan doing that kind of thing, but um yeah, besides that, not a lot else that really screams uh, Duggan. Although I will say that Shooty's ability to run along a rooftop and jump over things while looking to the side rather than straight ahead is pretty impressive. And delivering lines. And delivering lines. Yeah, uh, that was yes. that was very, very impressive. Uh, yeah. that's, that's also just a great... Uh, it's such a strong episode. I love it. Mm-hmm. It really love is. Love it, love it, love it. All right. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the coast. <laughs> All right, Taylor. What do you what do you think? Eating babies? Uh, yeah, I mean, really. If if you've got like some real young youngins, um, I could see the goblins being a little scary. The fact that you know, even though thankfully we don't see it happen, it is you know very clearly made evident yeah uh both in in uh in words and in song yeah that they eat babies yes um i could see them definitely being a little scared by that um or if they're the kind of kid even though they don't see it on screen that they go oh my god how many babies across history have these guys have eaten you know (laughs) um I I feel like I know some kids who would get hung up on that aspect. Taylor, do you oh, think okay. there is a um a, uh, a a deleted scene where it's it's the actual cold open where the goblins uh go back to 1729 and whisper in Jonathan Swift's ear and he goes, "You know what? That's a really good idea." <laughs> this could be a joke for one person being me. Um are you familiar with a modest proposal? Um, only vaguely. Yeah, I, I, re- I think I remember from college. Yes, it's about eating babies. Yeah, uh, not not fully, but it is suggested. And Jonathan Swift did not have a good time after that. Anyway, I mean, I mean, let let's let's just say that you know, uh, if you think you know, eating babies is something that has only kind of popped up in the past, say, eight to ten years <laughs> worth of like you know, unhinged politics. Yeah. That's not, it's not, it's been around so much longer. <laughs> yes. indeed. <laughs> All right. Taylor. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So in two weeks time, cause now we're technically, uh, 
we're we're on a little break. We had a nice little three three to four or three episode back to back to back episodes. Then we had the Christmas special. Now we're back on our our uh, every our other regular. week. Mm-hmm. So um, what we're going to be doing is what we were originally going to be doing before we watched the uh, Celestial Toy Maker. Uh, we're going to be watching The Mind of Evil, starring John Pertwee as the Doctor, Katie Manning as Joe Crant. Uh, let's see, Nicholas Courtney's in there, Roger Delgado's in there. It's going to be a good time. Oh, yeah. A good time for all. All right. Um, well, until then, you can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at busbuddha 71 subscribe to us on itunes and stitcher and spotify uh, just search podcastica please rate and review us as well you can also find us on soundcloud soundcloud.com slash the n-o-t-l-g uh head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash n-o-t-l-g um we have our saint duggan shirt and other merchandise with saint du- duggan the patient state of podcastica please go uh, check that out, and we will soon have uh, new merchandise up there for the uh, rebranded All Night with the Living Geeks podcast. Yeah, very excited about that. Uh, it looks very cool, folks. I feel like I told Taylor multiple times after he sent it to me how cool it was. It looks very cool. You guys should check it out and purchase it when it's up on shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G. And patreon.com slash NOTLG if you would just like to donate monetarily to keep this train uh, moving. And keep shopping local, folks. Yes. Just keep on keeping on. Keep on doing that. All right. That is it for us this time. Join us again in two weeks when we talk The Mind of Evil. And we'll see you guys then. See ya. This guy's got jewelry. Yeah. It's got fashion.